Thanks for joining us today. I'm Dr. Deepak Shona with SportsMed Analytics, and today we'll be focusing on Kevin Durant. Specifically, what should we expect from him when he returns to the court? Don't forget to visit the website, sportsmedanalytics.com, and hit subscribe to the podcast. If there's any player or injury you want to hear more about, just tell us via your preferred social media outlet. We're on them all, and we'll make it happen. So let's dive in. Durant ruptured his Achilles on June 10th of 2019 during the NBA Finals and underwent surgical repair two days later. The injury has a reputation as a brutal blow to a career, and the data does tend to back that up. In NBA players, only 60-70% to return to the league after this injury, and they do so at an average of about 10.5 months. However, one study broke down return to sport using Player Efficiency Ratings, or PER, where an average player is given a rating of 15 in the NBA. They found that 16 out of 16 players with PER above 15 successfully returned to the league. For reference, Durant's PER last year was 24, so he certainly fits this category. Durant, the Nets, and his agent have been consistent from the beginning that he will not be returning for the 2019-2020 season, which puts his earliest expected return date in October of 2020, 16 months from the date of injury. Reports in early January from coach Kenny Atkinson were that Durant has been, quote, progressing fantastically, end quote, and media members who watched Durant practice noted good elevation on his jump shots. All signs point towards a setback-free recovery, with Durant ready to play at the start of next season. But how do we expect him to do? Multiple studies have reported a decrease in player efficiency rating following Achilles' rupture and surgical repair in NBA players. The magnitude of the drop was about three points in each of two publications and closer to four or four and a half points in another two. Pre-injury PER in the included players ranged from approximately 12 to 18, so the relative decline in performance was about 20 to 30% for most players. For reference, if Durant were to experience this level of decline upon his return, it would take him from a playing level similar to Steph Curry and Kawhi Leonard to one more comparable to Devin Booker or Donovan Mitchell. But let's look a little deeper. In studies looking at specific statistical production after Achilles' injury in the NBA, two found significant decreases in rebounds and steals per game. One of these two also reported a significant decrease in blocks per game. To attempt to explain these trends, we need to critically evaluate the role of the Achilles tendon. The tendon itself connects the calf muscles on the back of the lower leg to the heel bone, or calcaneus. The job of this group of muscles and tendon is to plantar flex the ankle, which is what occurs when the foot moves in a direction to point downwards. The strength of this motion is key in making quick movements and is particularly relevant when athletes are moving primarily off the ball of the foot. In sports, this is commonly referred to as staying on your toes and is key in allowing for rapid reactions in any direction. Keeping this in mind, we looked into the results from biomechanical testing of patients following surgically treated Achilles tendon ruptures. Importantly, these patients represent a sample of the general population and not necessarily elite athletes. Nevertheless, the data may be informative. What we found is that there are structural changes that occur over time after this injury. Specifically, one large study found that the size of the primary muscles making up the calf tend to be decreased approximately 12% all the way out to 13 years. There are some structural changes that occur to help compensate for this, but the strength of that critical plantar flexion motion was still approximately 15% less than that of the uninjured leg. Additionally, research recently published from the UK found that four years after Achilles repair, patients still had a lower counter-movement jump height on the previously injured side, which indicates that explosive movement generated by the lower body is weaker there. Putting this all together may inform our expectations for Durant. 
Defensive movements and rebounding, which are primarily based on quick reaction and staying on one's toes, may be most negatively impacted by this injury. In Durant's case, I expect his offensive effectiveness to be less significantly affected. With his unique combination of shooting ability and length, he is not as reliant on quickness as many of his NBA counterparts. Therefore, I anticipate that he will remain relatively effective on the offensive end, though will likely experience a decrease in level of play on defense and with regard to rebounding. Admittedly, this is an imperfect application of data to create a projection for an individual athlete. However, it is based on the best available medical evidence and represents my expectation for his performance upon return. There aren't a lot of cases of Achilles ruptures in NBA players that are comparable in pre-injury performance to Durant. Kobe Bryant in 2013 famously ruptured his Achilles at the age of 34, which was four years older than Durant. Bryant was playing at a similarly productive level with a player efficiency rating of 23 that year. As we mentioned earlier, Durant's rating was 24 prior to injury. Bryant never returned to his pre-injury form and was able to attain a peak player efficiency rating of only 18 two seasons post-injury. However, Bryant's late career performance was also impacted by a fracture in his knee and a torn rotator cuff in his shoulder. While he certainly showed flashes of brilliance, including scoring 60 points in his final game, his late career injury history makes his experience unlikely to be comparable to Durant. Durant's former teammate, DeMarcus Cousins, tore his Achilles at age 27 after achieving a pre-injury player efficiency rating of 23. He was able to return to his previous form, posting a PER of 21 the following season prior to sustaining another major injury. While neither of these cases represent great comparisons, Cousins does demonstrate the possibility that an elite NBA player can return to his prior high level of performance following Achilles' injury. Data in NBA players indicates an expected decrease in both number of games played and career length compared to uninjured peers of similar age following return. However, there exist few representative comparisons to Durant, and it is possible that this effect on playing time and longevity is truly reflective of the decreases in performance levels that we discussed earlier. We don't necessarily expect major durability concerns for Durant moving forward based on this injury history. Overall, we anticipate that he will be ready to start the 2020 season, will maintain his offensive effectiveness while likely losing a step on defense, and we do not foresee tremendous cause for concern about his long-term health and playing status. That's all for this episode. Don't forget to visit sportsmedanalytics.com for more content and hit subscribe for the next episode of the podcast. Thanks for listening.